Show. I'm your host, Michael J., and this is Hypothetical. I'm excited to have back man behind Hypothetical. Haven't had him here in a while. Scott, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Mike. Um, usually it's back by popular demand, uh, from what I've heard, but uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Uh, there's Those are two words, yes. <laughs> yeah, usually the comment is, well, it's always interesting when you show up. So uh, we'll see what we can what yes. we can come up with today. Sounds good. All right, well, we're going to jump right into the warm-up game. Uh, warm-up game today is going to be slightly different. Um, we are going to plan vacations for each other. So you're going to plan the vacation for me. I'm going to plan the vacation for you. Want to know who's going on vacation, uh, where we're going, what we're doing, when we're doing it, and why we're making another person do this vacation. Okay. So, um, what are you me? That's pretty simple. All right. So here is the deal. I am sending you and your kids. Okay. First class down to Orlando. Okay. Uh, where you'll have a suite at the Disney Resorts, full theme park passes for the whole week. We're gonna have, your, gonna have your parents come up, um, you know, just to spend time with the grandkids. Okay. And uh, you know, you guys will have fun for the week. And Sounds that's what I would do if I was a normal, well-adjusted human being. Yeah, I knew catch. But I'm not a well-adjusted human being, so you are gonna. <laughs> oh, wait till this is coming. And that's it for this episode. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be uh, kidnapped in your uh, house here by uh, two hookers. They're going to tie you up. They're going to throw a bag over your head, and they're going to smuggle you out of the country on a container ship and send you to sunny Bogota, Colombia, where you're going to spend seven days and seven nights because they're not going to let you sleep processing cocaine for one of the cartels. And then when your week is up, if they decide to let you go, you're going to return home by muling 10 kilos of cocaine across the border and giving it to a man named Pablo, who will then give you either a plane ticket home or a shank. Depends if you've seen his face or not. Why? I have no idea because probably I'm well and not eh, probably because I'm not a well-adjusted human being. Or I think it would be absolutely hilarious to see that happen to somebody and hey, why not you? I mean, I don't get to plan vacations for anybody else. Instead of sending me to Disney world with the kids. Well, like I said, time. look, if I was a well-adjusted right. human being, that's no, exactly I, what I would do. I get that. You're going to send me to Columbia to work. Seven days and seven nights on vacation to do illegal work and then break the law some more. when I come back because I have to carry 10 kilos of cocaine. So you want me to put like, 25 pounds of cocaine on my person or in my person. I'm not putting it in my person. So on my person. No, I, I don't think, I don't think um, swallowing balloons full of 25 keys worth a, you know, fine yeah. Colombian blow is, is actually a doable thing. So yeah, yeah no, no, put it in a backpack, man. I mean, you can, Oh yeah. You Cause know. they never search bags. Well, never no, no, drug no. sniffing dogs. Well, I didn't say you were flying home. I mean, how else do you get back from Colombia? Am I swimming? Are you going to walk? You gonna do it. The well, I'm not Jesus. Know, I can't walk on water. Do what the migrants are going to do. Go through Central America, go through Mexico and cross the border illegally somewhere in Texas. That's a long walk. Do you not know how lazy I am? Uh, that is a good point. I mean, I didn't say you couldn't hitchhike or you couldn't like catch a train, you know, things like that, you know, ride on the back of somebody's truck. That's the reason that 
somebody is going to be kidnapping you to do it (laughs) as opposed to, you know, saying, here's your plane ticket, you know, go work in a, you know, prostate factory for a week. Right. When the, the drug lords realize what a horrible person they chose this to work for them. Somebody's completely inefficient and just doesn't do a very good job instead of, well, after they knock me off, they're going to go back to their source, which would be you. I'll just tell them, hey, look, it didn't work out. I'll find somebody else. Okay. You know, there's an endless deal. We got 320 million people in the United States. There's an endless source of labor to send down there for a week. This is why I'll never let you be my travel agent. And this is probably why I'm not actually a travel agent. I don't want you anywhere near one of my vacations. <laughs> I don't want you planning them. I don't want yeah. you joining them. I don't want you. Hey, I've joined. I've joined. Well, it's not really vacation. We just both happen to be going to the same place for work. Well, we um, also have bachelor parties. Go. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is kind of vacation. But uh, usually I'm not the one planning that. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. All right. So where would you send me, which is probably going to be a little bit different had you gone first? No, I, I'm sticking <laughs> with my original plans. And I know you're a big NASCAR fan. Right? Have been. Have, have been in the past. So not so like, much the last couple of years. You like cars. So your vacation is going to involve NASCAR. Okay. I know you like hockey. Yeah. So your vacation will involve some hockey. Okay. I know you like Las Vegas. Yeah. So vacation will involve Las Vegas. That's actually one of the few places you can get all three. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. Well, obviously Vegas is one you can't get Vegas anywhere else, but NASCAR uh, and hockey. Right. So this vacation... It's going to be your dream vacation. I'm going to have Bob Saget. Along nice. With you. Nice. Uh, I'm going to have the cast of Blazing Saddles. Just the living ones? Or are no, we going to we'll, dig up bodies we'll too? We'll dig up bodies. We'll get the okay. ghosts of whoever's dead. Doesn't okay. All right. um, I am going to not invite your family because I'm not going to subject them to this. Or subject me to them, depending on how you look at it. Who knows? Maybe they'll cheer for it. <laughs> it's all hey, you done. never know. Uh, I'm going to invite... Stevie Wonder, because why not? Why not? Right. I mean, I threw him out of a plane once, didn't I? Yeah. So. All right. Revenge is a. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it is. So your vacation, sending you and your crew of the Blazing Saddles cast, Bob Saget, uh, George Carlin. I know you're a big George Carlin fan. Big George Carlin fan. Um, Some of those country music. People that you like. Can I can I bring Sam Kinison along too? You can bring so, Sam right, good, yeah. Anybody you want to invite. I just need someone to someone to yell at everybody else. Oh, he'll I, be I yell, think Sam no worry, he'll be yelling at you. Okay, all right. I just think Sam would be the good guy for that. Okay. So yeah, anybody else you want to invite, I'll be happy to to send them along on this vacation. I'm going to send you to Vegas. There's a track in Vegas, right? There is a track outside. Yeah, yeah just outside of Vegas, Las Vegas right. Motor Speedway. So you are going to play hockey on this track. Ooh, interesting. Sounds fun, right? Um. Well, I, I'm, I'm curious as to how you're going to build the rink. But then I, I think back that back in the 90s, the NHL actually played an outdoor preseason game in Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, and I believe the Kings were involved in that. I actually, can't remember who the that, other team that was. Makes my, uh, that makes my plan even better. Makes your plan even better? Yes, because now what we're going to do is we're going to cover the track in ice. So okay. you can actually play ice hockey on it. Okay. okay it's going to be a 360-degree ice rink. Okay. So you figure out the goals. I don't, that's not my problem. All right. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're playing hockey on all these people that I invited to go along with you okay. are not going to be on the ice with you. All right. They can be heckling me in the crowd or They're something. They're going like to heckle you. They're going to throw pucks at you. They're going to okay. throw their beers at you, whatever right. they want. So who, who am I playing against? I haven't figured that out. Probably. And do I have a team of my own? Yes. You'll have a team. You'll be part of, I think what we'll do is we'll take, we'll make teams of brutal dictators. Interesting. Right. You'll have a team with 
the ghost of Saddam Hussein. Uh, you'll have Kim Jong-un on your team. Interesting. He'll probably be the goalie. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, you'll have Pu- uh, Vladimir Putin on the other team. He's actually a really good hockey player, believe it or not. Right, so right. So, that, no, so, yeah, okay, so I don't get I don't get Putin. No, no, no. no, no. Okay. This game's gonna be a challenge. For all right, all right. Okay. You're gonna have um, Hitler will be on another team, Mussolini. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, oh, who's the guy in um, in the Middle East right now? In Syria. Uh, what's the Syria? Assad. Assad, yeah. Yeah. You can have him on your team. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, you guys are gonna play ice hockey. Okay. On this rink that is built over the track or on the track. In Las Vegas, because I know you like NASCAR, there is going to be a race going on at the same time. Oh, geez. All right. So here, okay. So here, I, here's my my big question. So yes. the other team, when I go to put them into the boards, yeah, um, are they like the ones that are ghosts? Are they going to be able to like turn into ghost mode? So instead of putting them into the boards, I go directly through them and I just yeah, hit, yeah I just hit it on yep. my own yep. or how we do? Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. Absolutely. That seems totally. Perfect for this. Okay. Okay. So you have to not only not get slaughtered by a rival dictator. Okay. You have to not only let up any goals. Okay. Because you want to win. Yep. Right. This is fun vacation. You also have to not upset your teammates because, well, they're pretty brutal. Yeah, I can I can see that. And you have to avoid 40 cars going 200 miles an hour on ice around a track. All right. That could be interesting. Um I'm going to say that oh, my and, odds, well, hold on a second. I'm going to say that my odds of surviving this vacation are probably not as good as you surviving the week in Bogota with the right, cartel. Right. But did I mention who's driving the cars? Oh, no. Please tell me it's, it's not Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. No. no. no Stevie Wonder's in the crowd. He's throwing okay. beer cans. All right. Good. Okay. No. Who, uh, the drivers of these NASCAR race cars are going to be. The Tigers from Siegfried and Roy. Oh, no. And other stage animals from Vegas okay. Uh, shows. Okay. And maybe just like, you know, how the Flamingo Hotel has those penguins. There might be a penguin in one of the cars. I was not aware that the, the Flamingo Hotel had penguins. Had, yeah, at least they used to by the pool. Okay. At least they have a right. penguin exhibit with a real penguin. I knew the Mirage had the, you know, the white tigers from right. Siegfried and Roy. But... The tigers. And they had the dolphins, yeah. too. So there might be a dolphin in one of the cars. Okay. About to fill out one with water. Are there any monkeys driving cars? I don't know. Are there any monkeys in Vegas shows? I have no idea. I don't know. Well, um, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, we can. Um, so does that mean that uh, like Celine Dion might be driving one of those? Because she's kind of kind of an animal. No, no, she might, oh, okay. she might be uh, your pit boss. Or, or, or all the right. Pit stop, the pit, uh, yeah, the, the pit crew. Pit crew. She'll be on the pit crew. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can have Vegas Entertainers as the, the pit crew. All right. I'd love all to right. see Wayne Newton changing tires. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that is one day of your vacation. Oh, th- that's only one day of the vacation. Of course. Okay. I mean, I'm not just sending you out for a, a day long vacation. You sent me for seven days. So, oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but you're, you're lumping like all the activities into one day. What's the rest yeah. of the week? Well, no, I mean, that's going to have to be the final day because you're probably okay. not going to survive. <laughs> yeah. Probably, yeah. So <laughs> do that on day one and there's no, it's the, well, the rest of the vacation is over. Yeah. So what you're saying is I'll be going home in a first class coffin. You might be going home. Okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Maybe there might not be enough left of me, um, right. you know, going home. I may be going to a North Korean labor camp. You never know. Right. So for the first six days of your vacation, you are going to Bogota, Colombia to relieve me of my work. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to work there for a day. Uh, <laughs> six days in, in Bogota. We'll send you fly over to Las Vegas with all your buddies. All right. And uh, you'll play your 
game of ice hockey on the on the track on the track all right on the ice cover track um so all right enjoy your vacation I look forward to it. You don't need to pack much for it. No, obviously not. Um, will equipment be provided when we'll, we get there? Yeah, we'll or? provide you with equipment. Okay. All right. Yeah. Good. So, yeah. So, I can travel light. Yeah. Travel right. light. Yeah. We'll good. get you whatever kind of stick you want, whatever helmet. Yeah. We'll yeah. make sure you're safe. So. Oh, yeah. You'll yeah. have a helmet and right. shin guards and all the other hockey equipment. Okay. You'll have skates. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Thank you. Going to need it. I look forward to it. And because, you know, I have to profit off this, we're definitely doing this as a pay-per-view event. Okay. Um, are you going to sell tickets as well? Because I mean, that track seats a lot of people, and just putting in my crew in the stands heckling me, you know, that I mean, you can make money by selling tickets to have people watch it live and then still do a pay per view. Yeah, we could. We, we probably will. That's not a bad idea. All right. Yeah, we'll sell tickets for like a buck a piece. Now, now normally I'd ask if I was going to get a cut of the profits, but no, no, no I'm already paying for your vacation. Well, but since I'm, I was going to say, since I'm probably not coming home, you know, right. my, you know, my cut of the gate is probably not going to do me any good. Well, I think we'll donate proceeds to your family. Okay. All right. Yeah. Pay for the funeral. Pay for the funeral. Or so. donate or donate to the foundation that raises money for funerals from several episodes back. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. We'll get you one of those fancy funerals. Okay. Yeah. We'll get one of those the jack in the box ones. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, me or pieces of me, or you know, whatever, whatever winds <laughs> an up. An animatronic version of you. Ah, that works. Yeah. yeah, we'll figure it out. All right, cool. So both going on these lovely vacations. Mine's being cut short because you're taking over for me. I appreciate it. Hey, you still got to mule the drugs back. All right. Well, I'll figure that part out uh, while you. Okay. Play hockey <laughs> or right. something. Uh, let's jump into the main game. Uh, today's main game is we are going to create our own lemonade stands, quote unquote lemonade stands. So I want to know what you're going to be selling at your stand, where you're setting up your stand, um, how much are you selling it for, where, what are you raising money for, and what's your sales pitch? This was a, this was a tough one just because there are so many things that you can do setting up like a lemonade type stand yep. where, you know, especially if you're, if you're talking about like charitable aspect to it. You know me, I, I'm not going to do a charitable aspect of it. Um, right. Although I, I probably will start a foundation that, uh, you know, I can utilize. It'll, it'll definitely be a, a 501, uh, you know, C3, but 99% of the money is going to wind up going to the employees of which there will only be one. Uh, right. me. Okay. So, you know, as long as that 1% gets donated to charity, we'll, um, and I'll have people apply for it, but, um, I don't know if that's how it works, but we'll that's what that. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to figure it out. So what I am going to do is I am going to set up a lemonade stand, but instead of selling lemonade, I'm going to have a very large selection of beer, wine, you know, some hard liquor, some mixed drinks. So you're setting up a lemonade bar. I'm setting up a lemonade bar. Yeah. Um, now there will be lemonade there right. mainly because you need it for as a mixer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So where I'm going to set it up though, is I am going to New York city. Okay. okay. And I'm going to set it up on the sidewalk outside of the most expensive bar in New York city. Okay. And I'm going to have all the top shelf stuff, you know, people don't want it, but I am going to undercut the prices of that bar by like 40%. Okay. All right. It's going to be cash only, which is, you know, kind of 
weird for me, yeah. um, you know, given that I deal with credit cards for my normal job. Right. Um, I am basically going to be stealing away all the business from these packed, this packed bar. So people will just come outside and get drinks and then go back inside, you know, to hang out with their friends and then come back inside to, you know, back outside to get drinks again. So they'll use um, the, the real bar for its ambiance. I mean, well, they'll use you for the. Yeah. And I'm going to be using the real bar for the customer base. Right. Um, and, and the bathroom if you have to go to the bathroom. And the, and the Well, I mean, it's New York. I, I may, maybe, maybe just a, you know, just a maybe I might throw a porta potty okay. um, out there. Yeah. Um, I may be cool if you built the bar into the porta potty. Uh, no, there's not enough room. And frankly, that would be kind of disgusting. <laughs> like, I don't want to, you know, an extension on the porta potty. Build an extension on the porta potty. Actually, you can get one of those porta potty trailers that have like the. You've no, you ever seen yeah, those? yeah, but those They're are like too fancy. Really, well, no, no, no. no but too you nice. can turn. You turn. Usually, there's like a men's room and a women's room in those. Yeah. So you can, you know, you can turn one of the rooms into the bar. Right. And the other room can be the actual bathroom. Right. That's what I'm saying. Just, yeah. You know, gut out a real porta potty. Put a bar oh. in there and attach it to an actual porta potty. Okay, I thought you were okay. And I thought you were talking about like using an actual porta potty <laughs> as the bar. That would be that's not a bad um, idea either. Yeah, we still got to pass health code, man. Eh, who am I kidding? What if I ever cared about the health code? <laughs> right, you're already setting up a bar on a street in New York, which I'm not sure is very legal. Hey, nobody <laughs> ever said. Yeah, I mean, nobody ever said anything about legal. Right, so I don't think you really care about um, the, uh, yeah. the health code so much. Look, this is this is hypothetical. We don't yes. care about legal. Right. Okay. You know. So you're setting up a bar to raise money outside of an actual bar, yep. the most expensive bar in New York City, whatever bar that may be. Yeah. What is the name of your bar? The name of the bar is, and I'm going to go really generic on this one because, again, I can move it from bar to, you know, from outside right. of bar to another outside of bar. I'm just going to call it either outside bar okay. or I'm going to call it pre bar. Okay. You know, it's the bar you go to yeah. before you go to the bar. Right. So I think what you should do is, in the spirit of a lemonade stand, where you usually have like homemade signs, you should get a big whiteboard for your sign. Okay. And whatever bar you're in front of that day, write down their name, then you cross it off, and you put yeah. your bar's name yeah. under it. Or we can you, we can incorporate that bar's name because I, I mean, if I'm just calling it pre-bar or right. outside bar, right? You know, it's or I can do a bar outside, and then and whatever the name, name of the right. actual bar is. Okay. And then, you know, like I said, we can move it around week to week or right. even hour to hour as the cops show up and, you know, and, and tell so, us that we need to go. So your lemonade stand is going to be on wheels. Um, I wasn't. For ease of transportation. Uh, yeah, that's probably a better idea. I was thinking, you know, my crew is just going to pick it up and, and stuff okay. like that. My crew is going to survive. You know, they're going to make tips. Right. Well, I mean, um, you could just do what they used to do at the uh, old Chicago Stadium and just get like those backpacks. Oh, the old, the old Mai Tai <laughs> backpacks. backpacks. Oh, man, I miss those. <laughs> right. Those are actually decent Mai Tais in there, too. Yeah, so you just wear a backpack full of whatever liquor you're selling that night, and then you don't even have to have the, the whole stand set up. No, then I actually, then I'd be able to just walk around like Times Square. You know, I have like a, I mean, I have like a, a contraption I can wear on a belt or something like that that holds cups. Right. Um, yeah. And I like that idea better. Yeah, like one of those change dispensers you used to have on your, yeah. for the belts, and yeah. you could like push the thing down to coins come out. Yep. So instead you push the lever down, a cup would come out, you fill it with your Mai Tai. You can that's, sell it. That's not bad. And then have a have like a, a truck following me around for refills and stuff like yeah. that um, when the tank runs empty. Right. Then you can, I mean, you can have other bartenders there also yeah. with backpacks. Yeah. Different you're, drinks in it. But you're not paying them because you said you're taking 99% of the money. Well, no, but the tips. Oh, they, they, make, they make tips. They're going right. to keep the tips. Right. You know, I'm not taking a look. I, I got to be fair to these people. Right. And, and let's be honest, most bartenders and things like that, they're not there for the hourly wage. Right. You know, they work on tips. Right. So mm -hmm. I, I don't see a problem with that.
That sounds pretty cool. What are you raising money for at this bar besides yourself? Well, I'm really just raising money for myself. Okay. Um, well, at least you're honest. Yeah. No, look, I'm not going to, I mean, granted, I may not tell people I'm raising money for myself. Right. Well, what are you what are you telling them you're raising money for? I, I may tell people that I'm, you know, raising money to send kids to college. <laughs> Your kids. Uh, yeah, no, no, it's you know, like I said, they don't need to know that they're my kids. So it's a scholarship fund. It's a scholar, yeah, it's a scholarship fund. Um, you know. For for uh, real live kids, yeah. not like you know, it's not like a memorial fund. No, exactly. Yeah, like, I mean, eventually kids will die. People will die when they get old. Oh, so right. it could be their memorial fund, but they just get old. They're still alive. No, we're just going to now we're, we're going to call it. It'll be, a, you know, it'll be a scholarship fund because okay. it'll, you know, send my kids to kids to college, um, you know, or I can tell them I'm raising money for whatever university they happen to, to go for. Now, they don't need to know that it's paying my kids tuition, but <laughs> right. it's, uh, you know, the money technically is going to that university. Right. Uh, so one way or another, it okay. uh, kind of works out. All right. So what, what would you do? Well, like you said, this is a tough one. I'm going to set up a stand that mislabels all of its product. Okay. So we'll still sell food and drink just like any other lemonade stand. Okay. okay. But like we'll have, there'll be like Coke for sale for $2 or whatever, but it'll actually be Sprite. And okay. Sprite would be called Coke. And maybe we'll sell pizza, but we'll call them hot dogs. Okay. Right. And, but not explain this to anybody. So basically somebody comes up and orders a, orders a Coke and you give them a Sprite. Right. And how do you handle, how do you handle it? Well, I just don't, this is what we call Coke here. This is a Coke. That's what you ordered. That's what you get. And eventually people will start to figure it out and they'll order the right thing. Okay. Right. But it's going to mess with people's minds in terms of like trying to comprehend. Okay. I want a Sprite, but I have to say Coke to get a Sprite. And now you have to think through your whole order, which is going to make you slowly order, which is going to build up the line, which people naturally gravitate towards lines. So a line will keep self-perpetually building itself. So we'll have a long line of people. They might get frustrated. I can't really help them there. So, well, hold on. I may have, I may have a way to get around this. So the, the way I think to get around this would be to put up a wall with like a door where only the person that's ordering gets to go through. So nobody that's in the line can actually see what's on the other side. They're just gravitating to yeah. a line that right. they think people, they have no idea what's there. Right. But it is a lemonade sense. So technically it should be like on the side of a road or something. Right. Okay. So, so like putting a door in front of it might be a little, I don't know, bit of a like a portable, portable wall or something like that. Yeah. Um, I get it. I mean, it's like a little movie, hot around it. Movie set walls or something like that. Um, yeah. So where, where are you going to put it aside from on the side of a road? Yeah. That, that's a good question. Obviously I want a crowd. Uh, so I'm thinking maybe in front of a stadium. Okay. Because I'll attract a big crowd. Okay. I don't have to work that often. Well, it depends on what sport. Yeah. It would have to be like football or something. So <laughs> yeah. Like, you're working. Yeah. You're, you're not really baseball working. where it's 160 games, 162 games in a season. Or if you think about it, you put it outside of a, you know, a multi-use stadium, you know, let's right. use the United Center, you know, in Chicago. Right. You know, you got double games. Yeah. We got double games because you got two but teams. But again, there. I don't have to necessarily be the person working the, the stand all day okay, or every day. So we'll put it in front of whatever crowded stadiums we can find. Okay. Now, are you going to put it on wheels so you can move it from stadium to stadium? Yeah, I guess we'll put it on wheels. Okay. Um, we'll actually put it on like a, a self-driving cart. Self-driving cart? Yeah. So it'll be on a cart, but it's got like self-driving technology. Okay. And we'll get some sort of smart programmer person to figure out where the biggest event is going to be 
and it can just drive itself to that event. Okay. And then we'll have people there to help serve and confuse people. And they'll have to order a Coke if they want a Sprite and a hot dog if they want a slice of pizza and whatever else they could possibly want. But most people are not going to realize what they're getting themselves into. They're just going to see the line and gravitate towards it. Okay. Right? Be like, what is this line? Why is it so long? Where does the end of this line go? And then when they get, that, get up there and they realize, okay, well, I can get an overpriced cup of Sprite or, and a really disgusting overpriced hot dog that who knows okay. what the, you know, who knows how long it's been sitting out for. Okay. So it's definitely going to breed a lot of disappointment, but I will raise a ton of money, well, I, especially I, because like, when people order a Coke and they get a Sprite and, they, I, and I'm there's gonna, no refunds. Can I, can I clear you in on something really exchanges? quick? Yes. Life breeds a lot of disappointment. <laughs> yes, for sure. So, you know, having this breed like additional disappointment is not really okay, going to so, make that big difference. So it's, yeah. Right. So it's probably even more successful than I'm expecting it to be. Okay. Right. But I'm right. going to make, because I'm going to make so much money because when people misorder, you know, when they order a hot dog and they get a slice of pizza, they really want that hot dog. They're going to have to go and buy a hot dog because once you buy food, you can't return it. Well, I mean, it depends if you want that, repeat. That's our policy. It depends if you want repeat <laughs> business or not. I'm not, you know, there's enough events going on in this world that okay. we can send this cart to that i'm not worried about repeat customers okay it's really for them it's the experience more than it is the food okay right it's the experience of ordering things wrong and getting who knows what and then telling people how disappointed you are built a story and that's gonna build a brand (laughs) (laughs) this brand given you know given given the nature of like social media and online (laughs) reviews and things like that i can't see this brand you know lasting very long well, I mean, the lines are going to be so long that people are going to be like, well, it, it must not be as bad as people are making it out to be. I got to give right. it a shot myself. So everyone's going to try it once. So if you get millions of people to try it once, that's going to lead to a fairly long business before everybody says, you know, enough's enough. We're not going to wait in this line anymore. Okay. Well, but I mean, people might be waiting in line. I mean, if the, if the food's decent and then, I mean, Coke right. is a Coke and a Sprite is a Sprite, right. Right. you know, if they know, once they figure out and they know what to order, right. you know, then. Right. But the name's, kinda, the name's going to change every day too. Oh, okay. The, Just the, every day, not every hour? Oh, they could. Uh, it yeah. depends on what, how the algorithm is set up. Or, well, why have an algorithm? Why not just make it completely random oh, yeah. where whoever's ordering, you know, if somebody comes in and orders a Coke, you, you know, you just get whatever, whatever your guy that happens to like reach behind and put it under the fountain happens <laughs> right. to, you know, to get. Right. right. Of course, we won't label anything. No, no, yeah. of course not. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, no, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. Um, so I need a name for this and a cause. What do I name this thing? Because... I mean, the, the the first name that came to mind for me would be Disappointment Cafe. But then people aren't going to be as excited about it. No, people that's People get excited for disappointment. Oh, well, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. Well, okay. Well, right. So I think I'll have to name it something like, you know, I'll name it Truth Bar. Truth Bar. All right. So basically the opposite of what, you know, I mean, I know it's, yeah, it's the, yeah. yeah. It's like your old, your old idea from 20 years ago, having the, the bar called Skinny. Where you know only only fat people would get to come in, or the bar called Fat, where only skinny people would get to come in, um, you know, kind of like that. It's the opposite yes. of what it yes. actually is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, or maybe you know, like a play on honesty, some sort of a stand for honesty. Well, but I mean, the, the reality is, you're getting a dose of truth when you go in there, and the dose of truth is it's, that life, life isn't is fair, right. and you know, and exactly. you're gonna get screwed no matter what you do. Exactly. So exactly. You know. So yeah, that's what. Uh, that's what I'll, I'll name it something around truth and honesty. And okay. Truth and labeling. Truth. All right. 
because we're building this huge brand and we're going to have these huge lines everywhere we go, I'm sure of it. I need a really worthy cause. I mean, that's the reason people, I think, would you know, deal with the frustration is if the, the money went to a worthy cause. Right. The question is, what is a worthy cause? Right. I mean, look, you have the obvious worthy causes, you know, St. Jude, right. obvious worthy cause. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to yeah. trying to think what else is, you know, is out there. I mean, that's the one that comes to mind because, right. you know, it's the one that I deal with the most. But the that's what, you know, you know, whatever, you know, Wounded Warrior Foundation. Right. Great. Right. There's, worthy there's cause. lots of obvious worthy. Causes. Right. But uh, I but mean, this the, is not an obvious lemonade stance. Right. Exactly. But are you going to are you going to use an obvious worthy cause or are you going to find like a less obvious but still worthy cause? Right. I mean, save the monkeys. I mean, that damn right. That's a worthy cause. It's yeah. not really obvious. I don't even know if it exists. It should. Right. right. But, uh, right. you know, that would be a worthy cause. It would. To some degree. I feel like the money should go back to causes that help people that have been scammed. Okay. Um, identity theft protection. <laughs> um, or, or maybe, you know what? Maybe you have incorporate like five or six different causes right. and the people get to choose where their portion goes to, but it, it doesn't actually go to that <laughs> one. It goes to one of the others. That, that I like that idea. You know, yes. But they're also worth, they're all worthy causes. Yes. Yeah. So St. Jude wounded warriors. uh, Yeah. So the money would go to like, they would pick, they would pick wounded warriors, but the money would go to, you know, money would go to like one acre fund, which is a great, great charity, by the way. Um, Yeah. No, I like that. That's a good concept. We'll do that. Okay. That's after I take my cut. Oh, of course. Which is like what? 98%. No, I'm not that greedy. 97%. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I think it's going to depend on the day. So I might take okay. 1% some days. I might take 70% the next day. Okay. I might take 96.5%. Or why not incorporate the percentage into it too? Oh, hey, yeah. you know, okay, they get to choose. Right. You know, well, I'll be one 90... of the, I'm one of the six worthy causes. Well, in addition well, to my okay. take. Well, but yeah, have people pick, you know, okay, I want 96% to go to Wounded Warriors, but yeah. the reality is 4% is going to wind up going to St. Jude. I, however you want to, you know, yeah, yeah, you want to yeah. do that. That's I, for I think, the, the algorithms to figure out again. Yeah. Yeah. That's what know. the team of accountants is for. Oh, we got to keep track. Well, yeah, <laughs> kind guess, of. I guess. Well, that's what the self-driving cart is going to do for them. Is also going to figure out what it's goes to what. It's going to balance the books for me. It's going to do all right. Pretty much everything. Okay. Because in case we haven't not established this yet, I am lazy. Uh, no, no, that's been well established for okay. almost forty years. Yes. So the less work I have to do on this, the better. I mean, I've got all these other things that I've been building up here at hypothetical that I still need to pay attention to. So if I can get one of these creations to kind of do it itself. So I, mean, I do have a big vacation to plan for you. Oh, I know. So I guess uh, stay tuned uh, for the next episode to find out how Mike is going to escape working for the cartels. Yeah. So thanks, Scott. I appreciate uh, you joining me this week on Hypothetical. Where can people find you? Uh, I don't want anybody to find me. I don't have pictures of myself. Nobody knows what I look like. Um, and I prefer it that way. All right. Well, that's it for this episode of Hypothetical. Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and underscore hypothetical and subscribe to hypothetical on your podcast player of choice. And if you have any complaints, give us a call at 937-63-HYPER. That's 937-634-9737. Or send us your angry email to hypotheticalshow at gmail.com. Until next time, this is Hypothetical. Hypothetical.